0: This is the Think Courageously Podcast. I'm your host, Deb cummins Stellato, and I'm here to challenge successful women like you to find the courage to make pivots so that you can ignite your life and expand your limited thinking about change. I'm a certified life and leadership coach, and I'm excited to share my stories and insights into igniting energy from within. When I was a kid, I had a poster on my wall with a quote from Helen Keller Life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. Are you ready for a daring adventure? Are you looking for the best version of yourself? If so, you're in the right place. Let's embrace the adventure of sparking potential together. Well, hello and welcome to the Think Courageously podcast. I'm your host, Deb Cummins Stellato. And I am delighted to be here by myself today, although you might hear some barking dogs. I'm not going to lie. The girls are here home alone with me. And uh, so if you hear barking, excuse them. As you know, I don't edit this podcast. Uh, So you might hear some of that um, from the little four-legged fuzz creatures today. I am excited about sharing something with you today, which is connected to my writing and to my adding the word author to my credentials. And as many of you know, on April 6th, uh, the world will be introduced to a new book called Elevate Your Voice that I am honored. I mean, I am so honored to be part of this book and this book process and this book journey. And so Elevate Your Voice will be available on April 6th on Amazon. And you can certainly join the launch and share the love with others. But I really wanted to take a little time to talk about my own story as an author. Because I realized that the moment that I put author on my LinkedIn bio um, and in my other information blurbs, that things kind of changed for me in the way that I think about sharing my story. So I wanna take you on a little journey about how this happened and what the process has meant to me over the course of the last nine months. So the first thing I wanna share is how this actually came to be. And as many of you know, um, as a coach, I believe wholeheartedly in working with coaches, Uh, and utilizing coaches as resources. And so uh, many of you have heard me talk to and you've heard me interview my very dear friend um, and mentor, April Adams-Pertwee. And April was somebody who helped me two years ago really get clarity around my story and also the stories that I wanted to share with others. And so as many of you know, in July... Uh, July 7th, I had major surgery. I had a third uh, cervical spinal surgery that included three procedures. Uh, I took a full month off. In hindsight, I probably should have taken two months off, maybe even three months off to recover from that. But I was in recovery from that surgery when at the end of July, I received an email from April about an opportunity regarding this book project. And the email said something like, I know this is like perfect for you. And I know that you have lots of things that you could share in the context of a book. Um, And this is our first time going through this process of doing a coaching program around this, the support of writing um, a chapter for this book. And I was intrigued by that. Quite honestly, I'm always intrigued with everything that April puts in front of me. And I generally say yes. But here I was, I was like in a full neck brace, like it was my Frankenstein neck brace. It was really hard. I could barely turn my neck. And um, And so when I got this email, I thought to myself like, oh shit, like I really want to do this, but this couldn't be a worse time. And I said, April, can we just talk about this? Can we talk about this opportunity? Because something inside of me, my intuition was saying I needed to do this, but how was I going to do it? And so she and I had a call and we talked about it. And again, um, I felt like my intuition was pointing me in a direction and it was saying that I needed this opportunity. So I said, yes. I had no idea at that moment how I was going to do this because I had to use uh, talk to type technology to do the initial parts of my chapter. I was not in a position where I was sitting in a computer. I wasn't able to sit at a computer. Um, I had a stand that I could move around, but I really couldn't write. And I certainly couldn't handwrite anything. So I had to get really creative about that. And I had to uh, take a step into becoming part of this book writing community when I was 100% not myself, when I wasn't feeling well, when I was looking scary, when I was feeling scared. Um, And I had to enter a room with other women who were committed to this project and say yes to doing the work. And I realized in hindsight how important that was for me. And I also realized how important the women that were part of this journey with me um, are in my life. Some of them um, are other coaches. Some of them are business people. There's a variety of people. Uh, But part of the model was that we would work together and we would work collaboratively. And so we also had an accountability partner that was assigned to us early on in the process. And so... I had met uh, somebody that you've heard talk on this podcast. Her name is Leanne Smith. She's a happiness coach. Um, I had met Leanne and um, had been in other programs with her, but really wanted to get to know her more. And so I requested that she be my accountability partner. And what a wonderful, joyous journey that has been as part of this process of this book writing process to get to know her. on a much deeper level, and to share our stories with each other. And so throughout the process, uh, we were accountable for checking in with each other, we had clear dates of when we needed to get um, a certain number of pages written, um, and to really hone in on what we were doing. So a second lesson for me was, you know, first, the first lesson was saying yes, even though I didn't know how I was going to do something, I'm pretty well known. I might even call myself infamous for doing that. Um, I would say the second lesson was to trust the process, to trust the writing process, to trust the accountability process, which was really, really powerful for me, to trust the community of women, um, that we were exactly the 14 women that needed to be in the room together at the same time. And I think one of the other pieces of ahas for me was Trusting the process of writing and figuring out what I was going to write about. And if you've been following my social media at all, what you'll know is my story is not the story that I ever wanted to write, but it is the story that I needed to write. And so I very distinctly remember last summer having um, what I use a jam board to think about all the things that I could write about. And there were so many different things I could speak on um, because I'm a pivot coach, because I have pivoted so many times in my personal and professional career. But the story that kept coming up for me, that kept coming up for me, kept coming up for me was my 364 day grief journey um, around losing my parents exactly a year apart. And It's hard for me to even put into words how significant that is that I chose to do this story Uh, because if you know me, if you know my story, I'm such an optimist. Um, I am consider myself to be an igniter and an inspirer. And this is a hard story. I mean, this is a story that's haunted me in so many ways for, you know, three years now. And so sharing this story took not only courage to share, but quite honestly, bravery for me to talk about the details of not just losing my parents, but the details of really being with my mom um, in the last 24 hours of her life. Um, So one of the things that I had to really dig deeply into was doing some rehealing work around these wounds. Um, I think, and those of you who've experienced grief know that it is a process and it is a journey. And my story is about my finding some sacred spaces and some spaciousness to do some healing. But when you're writing about that process, it really opens up a lot of wounds. It opens up, that scar and the wound. And you have to go back to doing some of the hard work um, around healing. And so I was physically healing from my surgery and I was still in the process for sure of healing my heart from my grief and my loss. And I think why this is important for me to share in the context of this podcast is that I think when I started this, I felt like it was something I needed to do. And in reflection, over the last couple weeks, what I've realized is that, you know, we all have these areas of unique brilliance in our life and unique insight, and we all have so many stories to tell. And this story is one that people need. You know, as a um, country, as a world, we are suffering from cumulative grief. And we're experiencing grief on a regular basis. And, you know, I was writing this book after my surgery, after my own losses, and in the middle of COVID. And I don't think that is coincidental. Um, And so much of the research that I've done on grief um, and how we process grief is so powerful during this time where we're globally experiencing loss and grief and reframing of expectations and a world that we didn't expect um, to be where it is. So I truly believe that my story can be of help and service to others as they go along uh, their grief journey. I hope it is inspiring to you. I think that every story in the book, these 14 stories will hit a nerve with each of you in a different way each of these stories is very relatable. It's very real. Um, I think you're going to be in a place of empathy and rawness as you read this book. And as you read the stories of these courageous women who have shared their story in service to elevating other people's voices. So, you know, that process of looking at your story of narrowing down what it is you want to talk about was pretty significant for me um, and committing to Going through the process and finishing the process was something that was also incredibly important to me. Now, here's something you may not know about me. My daughter knows this about me, but not everybody knows this about me, which is that I'm a really good starter and not always a great finisher. And so committing to and completing this chapter has been really affirming for me in that I can continue to do hard things and I can finish doing hard things and you can continue to do hard things and you can finish hard things. And that's such an important message for me to share. Um, During this experience, actually, our first drafts were due uh, on the third anniversary of my mom's passing. And You know, I still can't read my own chapter without losing it, without crying. And so the experience of submitting, hitting the send button on that day was a whole other component of this experience that I didn't plan for, that I didn't expect, but that I did. Like that I did and I did it courageously and I let it out into the universe and I opened myself up for the reaction of other people um, to read and to give me feedback on. So I think for me on the other side of this, I learned that I can finish things and that I can encourage my clients to finish hard things, right? That's super important to me as a role model, um, as, a, as an igniter and an inspirer of others to show that we can do things when they're hard and we don't feel like it. Like it would have been quite honestly, There were so many opportunities for me to quit doing this. There were so many opportunities and I could have gone back to so many excuses that I have um, used in my past before doing the deep work on myself through coaching um, that I've done. So I'm super proud of myself for freaking finishing this thing Um, and for staying in until the end in terms of the marketing and the sharing and the selling. And, you know, I... (laughs) Two weeks ago, um, I got an email from somebody um, who has a podcast about grief. And it was somebody who asked me to be on the show. And I said yes. And that was another hurdle that I had to get over because, you know, I didn't know if I really wanted to talk about this anymore, (laughs) quite honestly. Um, But I said yes. And I'm hoping that that happens. And I'm hoping to create opportunities to share this story in more places, in more spaces, with more people, because I do feel like it will have an impact on people um, and their ability to think courageously through really unexpected, unimaginable circumstances. Um, I think another piece is of the learning for me is responding to feedback Um, And, you know, when you write and you're not just keeping it in a journal and you share it with other people, you open up yourself to criticism and critiquing. And we did have a process, a piece of this, that we had to share uh, our progress, our chapter with five people not in the program, not in the Elevate Your Voice program. And that was another time where I felt um, definitely on edge and my nerves were raw. And, you know, I think that there was really good feedback, but it was also, you know, admitting that I, I'm not a writer, right? I love to write, but it was so important for me to collect that feedback from other people. I am a writer now. I wasn't, didn't consider myself an author then or a writer then. And so opening myself up to feedback um, was challenging. And, and to be honest, you know, I don't, I'm not in a place these days Uh, where I get or receive a lot of feedback from others because I have my own business. I'm not getting a performance review. Um, I always ask for recommendations and testimonials and all of those feel really good. But to really be in a place of sitting honestly with your work on such a topic of importance to yourself, to me, was a big deal. And, you know, I had to put some ego behind and I had to really embrace that feedback. And hopefully I embraced it to a point where my rewrites were uh, impactful and that it told the story in a more meaningful way, but it was a process. It was a part of this process that was important and in hindsight, really uh, interesting to me. And, you know, I think the other thing is um, for me, as I look back upon this project is that I talk A lot with my clients about beginning with the end in mind. Coaching is about, for me, you know, reflecting on where you've been, assessing where you are, and considering the legacy of where you want to go. And I often talk with women and coach women who are working on their own next chapter. And what is the legacy we want to leave behind? And You know, quite honestly, when I opened my books, when they came and they sat on the front steps and my husband brought them in and I opened the box and I felt the book and I opened the page, uh, page, chapter six is my chapter living in uh, grieving with courage. I realized that like, I literally had created something tangible that my children and grandchildren will have forever that tells an important story about me in a moment in time and how I got through that and how important my family is to me and how important my community is to me and how important my husband is to me. And my daughter asked me, Allie asked me to um, sign her book. And at the end of the day, the chapter is really about the power of family and the power of family living on, even when a huge part of your family is no longer with you. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, No, I'm not sorry. I'm not going to apologize for having that emotion. But this book and this chapter are about creating a legacy, um, a legacy of the women in my family. A legacy of parenting, a legacy of loving, and a legacy of learning. And to have something in my hands that I can share with other people about that journey really feels impactful. So I thought, um, and I'm really honored to share this experience with all of you. I hope uh, certainly that you'll get your apps open on April 6th, and that you'll purchase the book, Elevate Your Voice, and that you'll leave a review, and that you'll share the book with other people, and that you'll purchase it for a Mother's Day present, and you'll give it to your best friend who just suffered the loss of a parent, or you give it to your best friend whose marriage has, um, you know, fallen apart. Not my story in this book, Um, but so many incredible, powerful stories, and I think our power is to share these stories with others, to say that we're not alone, that we can do this, and that when we share our stories, we are able to think differently and to think courageously. So I hope you enjoy the book. I hope you enjoy this chapter. I can't wait to hear your feedback. And thank you for being the kind of supportive community that allows me to share this journey with you. Take care. And as always, think courageously. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Think Courageously podcast with Deb Cummins stilato I hope you enjoyed our show. My dream, my big dream, is for us to start a movement, to start a movement of women who are willing to think courageously. And it starts right here. So I'm asking you a favor today. After you listen to the show, please go on to your favorite podcast player and leave a review. Leaving a review enables other women to find us and to share in the magic that our guests bring to the show every week. It's important and it's important to the show's ratings and rankings. Secondly, if you have been motivated by what you've heard today on this show, please visit us at www.thethinkgoodcompany.com And learn about all the things that we do and all the services we offer to ignite potential in people and organizations. And finally, I'd love to invite you to my Facebook page, Think Courageously. This is a space where women come to share their thoughts and their feelings about thinking courageously. I hope you enjoyed the show. And as always, I appreciate your support and I appreciate your intention to live a life of thinking courageously. Thanks again.